You are listening to the Madly in Love with Your Life podcast. I am your host, Véronique Carignan, or you can call me Veronica if it's easier. So happy to be with you. Using my background as a psychotherapist and online strategist, I use my skills and experience to help you build an exciting, fulfilling life, business, so that you can be free and spend your time doing what you were actually born to do. How can we be more aligned with our soul purpose? How can we do more inner work to get that self-awareness that makes us stay connected with our essence? How can we give space for the intuition flow and still take massive inspired actions to reach our dream life? How can we balance family, business? These are all subjects that I'm so thrilled to explore with you in this podcast. Today, I share with you um, a special episode. It's actually me who has been interviewed. I was invited by Jessica Fabrizi to her um, Facebook group. She is a personal PR expert and she has that group where there are a lot of really nice entrepreneurs sharing tips and she helps them really to develop their thought leadership. So anyway, you will get to discover her through that um, interview. And I thought it was so nice to be the one on the other side of the the chair <laughs> because usually what I like to do is that I am the one interviewing and talking with my clients and like doing interview here for the podcast you will see a few ones that are coming really soon so um, yeah it was such an amazing experience and you will see we were really both enthusiastic <laughs> and it's about creativity so I was there to talk about how you can be different by really embracing your creativity and how impactful it can be in your personal life, but also in your professional life, in your business. And regarding that, we are now um, taking inscription for our new mastermind. I say we because I do this with another artist. Who, her name is Brianna August. So it's mastermind for unleashed artists and creative souls. We will be together for three months it's a small group of eight. We will talk and go deeper in your limiting beliefs, in what you need to do um, to get the kind of art or business that you are looking for. Um, how can you manage to balance like personal life and work life and marketing? Like, it's going to be loaded with a lot, a lot, a lot of values. Now we have that really early bird price. It's going up on January 1st. And then... Um, it's going up again mid-January. So you have three different prices until the final prices. So now there's a $1,000 reduction. It's $2,222. And you will have also payment plans. So no problem. Um, we really, If you think it's a fit for you, we really want you with us. And let's chat to see if we are both a fit together. So I suggest that you just DM me on Instagram 
and we have that conversation one-to-one -one. we can just do a little video call on Instagram that there, there's no need to complicate this you don't need to take a link like a meeting in Calendly or whatever just simple DM simple like that we chat and we see if we are a fit and we can start the new year together and really change the way 2023 will be for you so here's podcast episode for now. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Personal PR Show. And today we're here with Véronique from Montreal. Bonjour, Véronique. Bonjour, comment ça va? <laughs> Thank you, how about you? That's so cool, the French, the, the, the French Canadian accent, I love it. Yes, yes, there's a big difference between my French and French from France. <laughs> Even when we go there, we like we make fun of each other about our accents. Yes. <laughs> so I'm doing super great. It, it's cold here. It's snowy. There's a lot of snow. Yes, yes. And uh, so it's nice. It, it feels like Christmas time already and winter already. It's so nice. Yes, exactly. Because Christmas is coming up. I mean, in a, a month already. What day is it today? It's the 18th. On yeah November. yes it's in a month it's crazy i'm on in a few days <laughs> yeah get ready for the presidents and so on anyway so yes exactly so Veronique, you are from montreal and this is amazing we love canadians we have so many canadians in our group we have had so many guests that are canadian and also we have so many um so many group members that are canadian so uh we we love you all we love mm -hmm. every single one of you you're the best. So, but are you really from Montreal? Montreal? Did you grow? Um, I don't know. Were you born there? Did you grow up there, or did you come from another part of Canada? I don't know because Canada is so big. Yeah. No, I'm really like there's Montreal. Montreal is an island, so there's the South Shore and the North Shore, and I'm just from the South Shore, like on the other side of the bridge. But I went to school in Montreal. I did all my university, all my um CGEP we call it it's like after high school so yeah and I lived in Montreal for a few years and then uh, we came back to our like um, city where we come from that is really close to Montreal so it's the perfect world because we don't have like the big big city lifestyle always but we have it like next door and now there's a boat that we can take that brings us by boat to the downtown Montreal so we don't even have to take our car and we are directly in the old city in Montreal so that's yeah that's really nice so I, but yeah, I, yeah I, I'm really like close to Montreal yeah oh my god this is amazing yes Montreal is such a nice city and the people of course are yes. amazing as we know the Canadians plus it's very international as well I've heard right mm -hmm. definitely yes it's pretty known like we have a lot of big events here in Montreal that people come from all around the world like the jazz festival of course the F1 the Formula, Formula 1 yeah the car race <laughs> uh, Gilles Villeneuve was from here you know um, yes anyway so yeah it's a pretty I think it's rare that I say yeah I'm from Montreal and that people are like oh I don't know that city where is it you know usually people know about Montreal absolutely exactly but is it before we um okay i promise this is going to be the last question about <laughs> we can get into, into business and talk about what we actually stated in the title of this conversation but my question is so is montreal actually bilingual or is it mainly french or only french maybe even speaking no that montreal is definitely more bilingual 
depends where in Montreal you are like more you are close to like really really the downtown more business downtown it's really more bilingual if you go there and there's another part it's more all French but if you go outside of Montreal it's all French like in my town where I live I never speak English it's all French <laughs> and that's some that you know we learn English at school but we don't get to speak English a lot except if we have to with our job or like I did the choice of doing my business in English and it's a really recent choice everything was in French and for a few months now like one month or two <laughs> I've switched to English because I want to speak with everyone around the world and I don't want to have any uh, limits including language but like I a part of that I would never speak English <laughs> that's like kind of crazy it's really French here yes that's nice wow and um and yes although I mean even with with just a French language we'll be able to reach so many people in the world because there are so many people that speak French yes. all over the world but still of course English is even more international and then you can reach yes. like really whole completely like the whole world all continents all countries yes so yes. that, that would wise choice definitely yeah and I heard by the way because you you mentioned business I heard by the way that this is your third business already (laughs) (laughs) yes I know I know I always had I come from a entrepreneur family my both both of my parents are entrepreneurs um and you know I chose a path that was more like safe and I went to university I've studied five years to be a psychosocial counselor and I after that I had that job at the government with really nice conditions and everything and it was fun I liked it was I was working with family in crisis so it was really I I never knew what was waiting for me like you know I never knew when I would have a call and so I always liked that and not routine (laughs) but I felt really fast and after only being there after two or three years my boss she asked me like would you like to be a a superior like do the study and you also could be the leader of the teams and everything and I was I was saying how their lifestyle was and and Mm -hmm. I was not interested and I, I was thinking like you know there's something missing so and I always had that creative side in me um but now with hindsight I can see more and understand more clearly but at that time I was thinking that I would not be able to live from that I would need to find a way to make creativity fits in the mold so that I can like thrive and have a thriving business and once I do that then I can get to be more creative but now I realize it's the opposite but at that time I was like, okay, I always liked uh, fashion. I always liked clothes. I now have kids and I would like to start a business in online uh, fashion clothing for kids. So I started my, I was creating my own clothes, my own designs. I hired, uh, yeah, a sewery, uh, you know, is that the word like to, yeah. Um, And so they were doing this all in Quebec and I even went uh, in France, you know, to start to open some retailers in France. And I had retailers uh, all over Canada, actually, in Whistler and, you know, yeah. Um, But (laughs) then I came to realize that being in such the, um, we call it gestion des opérations, you know, operation. Yeah, management. uh, Management, yeah. I was dealing everything and it was killing my creativity and it was I was not happy I was not fulfilled 
<laughs> but I learned so much, you know, so much. And at one point I was like, okay, I'm really not happy anymore. And I have to own my truth about this and do something about it. And I decided to sell that business. So yes, I sold it to actually, she was my, um, um, my selling woman representing my brand to retailers in Quebec. So yeah, so she was interested. So it was a nice fit. Perfect. So that was my first business. And uh, it's about you. I thought it was a consulting business or a coaching business, but I did after fashion. Wow. Uh, The second one was already a consulting business. Exactly. Then I was like, okay, I'm not ready to go back to my government job, but you know, I have those, I have my master degree in this. Let's do something about this. And again, it was like, I was not uh, connected with my like real inner creativity. And I was not like, okay, what would make me feel like really good? I was like, okay, what would make sense? What would be logical and also make me feel good, you know? And um, so I started my online consulting. I did my niche with teenager parents, teen parenting, uh, because that's, a clientele I like I really love to work with and I did a lot and it's something that there's not a lot of help for also it's really more limiting we see a lot of service offered for zero to five years old right but teenager not that much mm-hmm. so I and my approach was really like in a conscious parenting intentional parenting and how to connect with your inner truth also as you parent and I've started my, again, I did my own online website. I started, I create online courses and then I did a mix of people would watch the uh, recorded courses. And then I would be there live with a group of small, a small group. So like to really help the parents and understand like what they can change. And at one point I had a partner also. And that's another thing that I learned a lot about myself in that. I don't think I, I'm really up for collaboration and I but for me one of my first value is freedom and mm-hmm. you know having a partner for me I, I lost a bit of my my freedom and when I said yeah let's do this I thought I would get more freedom yeah. um, but actually quite the opposite happened in a way you know even if she's super nice, she's super good. It was nothing to do like with her. It was really, I didn't felt that good in that kind of relation. Um, I don't like to ask for permission or I don't like to like, I when I have ideas and I want to just own them and do them and act on them. And, you know, I already have a husband. <laughs> that, that, no, but that's the truth. You know, I have a husband that we decide together and, you know, and then I felt like, oh, I have to do this again, but in another part of my life. And I don't want that, you know? So at one point, and the business was doing really good. And I told her, you know, I'm, I'm, and it was really hard for me. Like I was practicing myself in front of the mirror, you know, because I felt so bad to tell her that I didn't want to do this anymore. And I knew that she would be um, really overwhelmed by the, the idea of doing this by herself. But anyway, we, we had quite... A lot of discussion and finally I decided to sell my parts to her so that yes so that was recently that was in June yes and uh, that's when I started my third and actual business and that's funny because the business I've started that I'm talking about today with you 
it's not the same that if you would have done the interview with me like in June, you know? It, yes, it has evolved because again, I was like, okay, I'm now super good in creating websites and I have, I'm, I'm really good with the, craft, the graphic, the design part, and I don't hire anyone to do that. I all do it by myself because I'm, I think I'm fast and I'm good. And I was like, okay, and I could help people to learn how to do their website and I could help do it for them and I could teach them on how to do online courses and sell it. So I had, yeah, yeah I had three or four clients about that. And, you know, if someone would come to me today asking for that, I would be open for it. But Mm -hmm. I took a lot of time this summer to really, um, really, really uh, take a big, big step back and really understand what I want, what I don't want. And I came to the and there's two things that I did that were turning point, I think Um, that having a lot of white space in my life for a few months and getting the pressure off of having to find it, having to decide what I want to do. And this, and I also left a lot of, I gave a lot of more space to my creativity, but, um, but by something apart from the job, you know, I had that creative space in doing those websites, those designs, blah, blah, but not in my personal life that much, except like doing some, a scrapbook with my kids you know or things like that but it's not the same you know um <laughs> so I and I had that intuition for over a year now to do painting class mm. I started, yes I started with piano lesson because when I was younger I used to play piano but it didn't feel right or aligned so I listened to a lot of piano but to do and create I started abstract art and abstract painting and, you know, it was like, oh, oh, my God, a new way of seeing things and a new uh, real deep connection with my creativity that now I can see affect positively everything else in my life, my business, yeah. my personal life, everything. And so I was like, that's it. You know, I, I don't know if you read the book from Julia Cameron, The Artist Way. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I feel it. There's a part of me that I am a kind of a small Julia Cameron, you know? <laughs> I love discovering my own creativity. Mm-hmm. But what I even love more is helping people also to connect with it and to unleash that creativity in them and to get authorized. You know, I didn't give myself the permission for too many years. <laughs> and now I'm embracing that and I'm owning it. And it yeah. makes me feel so much better, like, really. You now I feel like I've really come on another side of the fence, in a way. So that's my third that's business. Amazing. That's such a short answer, eh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's been your three businesses. But it seems that there's a pattern, like this pattern uh, led you to leave your um, government job, led you to leave your first business, your second business. And now please don't leave your third business because finally your business, your third business is all about creativity. So I think it will be fine for a few, for a while. Right. Sure. But yes, yeah, so basically you're, there was this pattern that was repeating in your life and never giving creativity space, right? The space that you deserved. And it was fine for a while. Every single time it was fine for a while. But then after a while, after a few years, you had to switch to something else, right? Yes. So creativity, from from what you've said, I understand that creativity needs, requires freedom, right? 
yeah it, it freedom it requires a space to be creative without any um outcome without yeah. any pressure on it like to just it's like uh, in a way we're connecting with our inner child in a way when we are in really that zone that creativity and it's doing things just for the pleasure of doing them and yeah. it's crazy how much more productive we get after that let's say yeah. you know like a day in my life like now okay often I always journal every morning almost every morning really? that's this something I do for over six years now so even with kids, it's totally possible to include journaling. And that's the real way for me to really go on the other side, like of the ego, of the patterns of like busy life, you know, it's just the only way to talk with yourself. Yeah. So that's something I've done for. And then after that, I work a little bit. Let's say, I don't know, I have like this task I want to do, but then I will do a little bit and then I will do a bit of painting, like 20 minutes, because we have to wait always that it dries. And then I'm like, okay, I go back and then I'm like, okay, next, um, before I go painting again, I will do this. And then I'm like super productive and I have great ideas and it doesn't feel like heavy. Everything feels light. And there's a lot of different ways. That's the way I do it now. But that's a nice thing about creativity is that I feel I am not stuck in one way. Now it's painting. Maybe it's later it's going to be writing a a book writing poems I don't know I don't know and I it's okay to not know it that's how it should be actually yes absolutely oh my god yeah you let your creativity uh surprise you yes let's see what you come up with yeah and then maybe you become yeah so now you're a painter and then a musician and then I don't know you will do sculptures and then I don't know you will be a poet so many different um facets in in one this is amazing. And so you said that leaving space to your creativity had positive um, consequences on your business life, on your productivity, mm -hmm. on your personal life as well. So um, were there any positive consequences on your personal brand as well? Yeah, definitely. Yes. And for yeah. the first, yes, definitely. For the first time, I really feel more authentic. Ooh. Uh, yes. Because I feel that um, connecting with that creativity is in a way connecting also with my real person, with who I am, and no one can judge that. And if they do, I mean, what can I do? You know, it's just me. It's just how I am now. This is how I feel. And it's not as strategic as before. When I was before maybe showing up on my social media, and it was much more planned and more it wasn't coming from my soul in a way yeah but now for me um having my personal brand more out and it's quite new you know I've never really had that much of a personal brand and mm -hmm. a part of me was judging that and I think it was not judgment it was a bit of envy of not being able to do it and owning my truth and showing up and not care about what people say or do or and now that's something totally different I never thought I would be as much comfortable as this in developing my personal brand oh wow this is amazing yes yeah, so uh so by, by the way where can we follow you where can we can we follow your personal brand you yeah. have an Instagram account right so then we can see how your personal brand came to its fullest expression and authenticity yeah uh, Instagram I think is the best 
It's yeah. Véronique point Carignan. So I, we can write it down. But um, yeah, include it afterwards. Yes. Really yes. Okay. I also so, have a TikTok, but you know, my TikTok, it was from really, really previous business when, and so there's a lot of things that are not really uh, uh, purposeful today, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've still, I've started to do again a little bit more, but I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I, and maybe I could have some advice around that, but I feel for me right now, it's too much to do Instagram and TikTok at the same time by being alone. If I had a team or one person working with me, maybe we could do like repurposed content more easily. But now I find it a bit hard because I also have a podcast. I started a podcast. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. What was the effect of, you know, uh, giving space to your creativity on your podcast? Was there a shift in your podcast as well? Yes, definitely. Because I started a podcast before doing the painting lesson and again the painting the podcast it's been over two years I have this in mind but I never act on it you know and mm -hmm. I was not ready or probably because I was not really aligned with my real my authenticity so yeah, yeah. so yeah it definitely helps and I think I haven't spoke that much about creativity so far there's only three episodes so far but they, I think there will be more and more because this is really what I'm living right now and we'll see how it goes but it's actually easier than we think to start a podcast I find I yeah yeah I'm surprised and I, I don't do editing you know it's like I speak and if I stumble on a word well that's it and it stays in the in the real real show <laughs> you're right otherwise the post-production is really too much yes so you yeah just exactly record and then yes and then you upload it yes that's amazing and um so I had a question regarding your podcast but now I can't remember no but you were talking about creativity and creativity has a lot to do with discovering your purpose your life and your career purpose as well and by the way this is not something that you just discovered for yourself this is something that you help people with now right yes, yes definitely yes yes I have one client right now she is um accountant and yes and and it's like similar path you know she took that because you know her father was accountant and she's like yeah but she's so creative you know and she's like she feels so um how does he say like a smother yeah. yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah her flame you know she needs oxygen and that for that she needs to have space for more creativity it doesn't wow. mean that she will do this in her job you know maybe she will go back to be an accountant but because she knows that and because she gives more space for that in her personal life that makes her me feeling more good about her job also so it's not about like okay connect with your creativity and become the next picasso <laughs> it it's not this it's just start by connecting with it give some more space and see how yeah. it affects positively your life and then yeah decide again and again and again it's always like taking a decision yeah and seeing doing a retrospective okay how and that's why I love journaling in my life because it gives me space also to always come back to okay well 
what about this? What about this? And how does it make me feel? And that's what I really suggest to my clients also. If they are open to try for journaling, I, I'm actually doing a week, a journal immersive experience, the week of December 12th. Yeah. Um, so I was working because I really wanted to finish the, the page to share it with you guys. So if ever I finished this yesterday, I was like, oh my God, I want to finish it before I see Jessica. <laughs> Is so, it ready? Oh. Yes, it is. It is ready. It is in my link tree. So, but I can give you the the link. But it's in my link tree. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, yes. cool. I'll check your link tree, and then I put all of the links in here. Of course, yes. we need your Instagram. We need your TikTok. Is TikTok in your link link tree as well? Yes, it is. Yes, we we'll put it there as well. And uh, and then yes, and then the challenge. Is it like a challenge, or you said immersive experience, right? Yes. Yeah. First, I because I'm doing a free masterclass next Tuesday, and then I I really want to take put a lot of time with people because journaling is not that easy to start when you're not too sure how and. And the, the main trap is that we get to be overthinking and like, oh, that's not good. I'm not going to write this. This is stupid. And, you know, we we are in our own way. So yeah. it's really nice to have a good um, mentorship or uh, coaching around this. So I decided to do um, a one week. So every day I will be there to explain how it works. I will share my own journaling. I will give journal prompts for people who need this to get started and I will also do Q&A so it's like a challenge of five days it's $97 and um, it, it will be like over five hours of content that people can have a look for um, a year okay. so it, they can watch the replay yes so that's really I think if I had this when I started I would have I would be so happy you know I had my mentor so she was helping me but um, because you know sometimes we we journal and we don't understand what there is to understand and yeah. that's where we like ah what's the point but yeah. when you you do it really properly it's yeah. life-changing Oh my God, so it's like a kind of guided journaling in a way, right? Yes. Guided by you, by the likes of you. What an honor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you, uh, you have your qualifications, number one and number two, you have so much experience with journaling because you've been doing it for six years, right? Every single morning. This is amazing. Have you ever skipped one day? Yes, sometimes I do <laughs> skip. Yes, I try to do it every day. I would say the minimum is three times a week. Right. Yeah, but... And I don't um, judge myself if I skip, you know, it's okay, it's life, um, but I do other things also, I have my one-to-one -one mentor, I have master mastermind, you know, so I have other things that are also helping me to understand myself, but you know what, if it's been like more than three days, I haven't done it, I feel it, I crave it, I feel missing time with myself. Like after a weekend, often with the weekend, we are going uh, away with me, my kids and my husband. You know, we like to just move around and see people and whatever, uh, go to a hotel just for fun, you know. <laughs> and um, and when it's been like three days, I'm with them all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, I so much need my journaling time alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like when you miss going to the gym or when you miss eating something good and fresh, you know, your whole body and your mind needs it. So 
Totally, absolutely. Wow. And um, but do you bring your, your journal with you when you're traveling? Yes, I do. But sometimes it's hard to have like that um, peace place yes. and when you yes. travel. But otherwise, I'll just put my earpods and I'll like yes. put a nice music. So then I feel really alone and connected with myself. And, you know, I've been I've I, and that's like one of the main key to success in journaling is that you have to really put clear boundaries around that time. And, you know, my kids in the morning, if I'm journaling and they're still here and let's say it's no school or whatever, they come in the room, they open the door and I'm like, and they know, you know, I don't even have to say it anymore. And they see me and like, mm -mm. and I keep <laughs> writing. And, and of course, if it's an emergency, I will be there. But if it's just like something uh, like uh, very small, they just close the door and they leave because they know, because I've been so clear around that boundary. <laughs> absolutely yeah you do the right thing absolutely so important for you yeah. oh my god let's go back to creativity for a second and um so we we talked about the benefits of creativity of discovering and living experiences you're experiencing your creativity when it comes to personal branding mm -hmm. um we do have another few pillars in personal pr so one is personal branding but then we have also have thought leadership media relations and super connecting which is basically networking have you noticed a difference in the way that you interact with people, let's say real relationship, not social media, real, real relationships, since you decided to, you know, live your creativity fully? Yes, yes, I could say, let's say a uh, personal, um, I, I came to meet different people that I would never have met before, let's say in my painting class. Yeah, and um, you know I've really created friendship with people and my teacher he's amazing because he when I when I inscribed myself to the class I was really afraid of one thing I was afraid that the class would be very technical like yeah. really like okay this is how and pay, take yellow and put yellow there and then that you know and mm -hmm. or like more just the technique and I would be like okay I have the technique but I still don't know like and our teacher in the first class was like okay so we are going to explore and we are going to find your soul and your soul will be on that Canva. And I was like, yeah. oh, la la, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> so there, there is a really spiritual thing going on also in that class. So I get to learn painting, but I get also to connect with spiritual humans that are open to talk about this. So I and I didn't expect that when I yeah. inscribe myself so I can see that oh okay by listening to my creativity it it unblocked me on like the more technical stuff but it also brought me a lot about spirituality with the people with who I met in that class yes mm -hmm. so that's just an example and another example I could give is that my husband organized for me a full day like just the two of us without kids and spending a night in the hotel and everything and it was a surprise for me, the activities he did in the day. And turns out, and it's without really talking about it or knowing it, it's like, I think he could feel that I was more in a creative mood these days. And he reserved um, the museum of uh, art in Montreal. And then at the, in the evening, he reserves also contemporary dance show. So wow. it was amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. And that day, after coming out of the Museum of Art, 
we were walking and we like to stop in the gallery, you know, to see the paintings and everything. And we stop in the gallery and that gallery, uh, because normally galleries, it's like a lot of different painter in it, but that mm -hmm. gallery was owned by one painter. So it was only his paintings that were there. And I really liked his style, really, really liked him. And he was not there. He was represented by uh, an employee, I guess. And I started to talk with her and blah, blah. And he's Dutch, you know, and he lives in Montreal. And I, my mom is Dutch. And, you know, there were so many connections. And I asked him, her, you know, would you, do you think he would accept to meet me so I can see him in his studio? And, and he said, yes. And I did a painting of a reinterpretation of one of his paintings and I send it to him and he's like oh my god I'm so happy I can't wait to meet you so next week I'm going to meet him and I'm bringing my mom so she can speak Dutch with him and they can relate on that and you know and that, so that's the kind of personal relation I, I don't know I, I don't have uh, expectations but I don't know maybe he will become a mentor for me maybe I don't know but that's something that would never have happened before you know Exactly. Wow. So when you unleash your creativity and give expression to it, then you will start attracting and being interested yeah. also in different kinds of people. Yes. Yes, sure. Yeah. And it's like I'm more in the manifesting mood. Like it's yeah. much more easier for me to be more like, yeah, manifesting. Um, wow. Yeah. So I, that's a, another difference. What, what were the other pillars again? <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Okay. So you have thought leadership and media relations. Media relations, we can put on the side if you want, but thought leadership. So thought leadership is having like these breakthrough ideas, these ideas that are innovative and even maybe industry disrupting and so on. So I think it, ha it does have a lot to do, innovation does have a lot to do with creativity. Have you noticed anything um, in terms of innovation since you decided to unleash your creativity? Um, I don't know, because for me, innovation comes with a um, heavy um, you know like innovation for me it's like oh my god like do I need to have invented a, a, yeah. a, a medication that you know will cure cancer you know um, but so but that's a really good question I would like to reflect more on that but spontaneously I can say um, I do have a lot of more ideas that's for sure and innovative, I don't know if it's innovative, but you know, for me, let's say journaling, it's related to creativity and there's not that many people talking about this and you will hear me more talk about this. White space also, I did, just did a free, um, a free guide around white space. You know, white space in design and it, it's really known. It's like mm -hmm. when you read a text, it's uh, a lot of white. It's not all the text really, really, when you watch uh, when you see an image also white space is going to make another perspective on the whole image mm -hmm. um so but we don't talk a, a lot about it in your life and for me white space in my life is essentials and I see that when my clients are implementing this it makes a big difference also so maybe mm -hmm. that's something innovative and what I mean by this is like you know you look at your calendar and on Tuesday, from 9 to 12, you have nothing planned. And you mm -hmm. will come on Tuesday morning. That's a white space. You will come on Tuesday morning and you will ask yourself, what do I feel like doing right now? Right. And you will do that. 
And mm. let's say you feel like, yeah, you know what? I feel like doing, uh, I don't know, uh, like painting or whatever, you know? Um, and you do this. And while mm -hmm. you do it, it's crazy. You will have so many ideas. That's uh, usually in Google, you know, the big Google business. Yes. They do that. They oblige people to come. Um, I think they do every once, two weeks or something like that. They do a full day. Everyone is ob obligated to come to the office and no one has the right to work. They only yeah. have to do other things. Ooh. And that's where the major ideas that the more lucrative ideas are coming from. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. And uh, okay, so a, a whole day of white space, it seems. Yeah, huh? for them, but for you, for, for us, yeah, for, <laughs> for uh, if you want a whole day, you can, but you know, you can, you can <laughs> if you have time and space for that, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, or oh, we should go and uh, work for Google. So we have a whole day, a month, or is that a week or a month? No, it's not a, a week. It's not a week. I think it's every two weeks or a month. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh. I don't remember exactly. I'm not want to say something false, but I suggest that everyone has it at least a week, at least one or two hours. Mm -hmm. That's like really, really, that's making a big difference. And you get to I mean, be more productive. You know, people think that, oh my God, I'm going to lose time doing my job. No, no you're gonna win time because you're not gonna lose time to go around and make detours exactly absolutely oh my god this is amazing yes and is being in the shower also a kind of white yes. space because i get a lot of ideas in the shower <laughs> yes definitely that's the perfect example that anyone can relate to because i'm sure anyone has had that eureka moment like aha Yes, that's what I need to do. And you were on the shower. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, and then you have this idea, but then you have to wait until the end of the shower to write it down on your phone. Or you bring your phone into the shower like I do so I can write my ideas straight away. Like, yeah. I, I, my, my phone is with me all the time. So it's in the shower as well. I bring it into the shower as well because I get the ideas so then I can put them into a, some kind of list on a Google Drive. I, I can't live without Google Drive because I work with lists all the time. Anyway, I'm a Virgo. But anyway, so white <laughs> space, that is a kind of white space as well, definitely. Yes, when we're doing manual things, that is a kind of white space as well. Yes. If we're cooking, for example. Yes, gardening. gardening. You know, yes, but yeah. you have to really do it without... Uh, listening to a podcast or you know it really has to be a real white space where your mind is just oh, wandering yeah. around it's not focused on something yes exactly so for all of our thought leaders out there listening to us right now guys Veronique says you should plan at least two, two hours of white space a week and then maybe this is the way this is how you will get your your next breakthrough idea right definitely this is, is yeah leadership yeah. yeah awesome oh my god this has been amazing unfortunately we're already approaching the end of our conversation uh but veronique um what i'll ask you something that i ask everybody it's always the last question and it's um is there anything that i haven't asked you but i should have asked you mm, my god that's a good question <laughs> No, but can I ask you a question? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, yeah, it's a nice experience for me to be interviewed. 
but I also like a lot to get to know other people and yeah so I would like to know if you're comfortable with sharing with us what is your relation with creativity oh my god okay um so the premise is I hate everything that is manual okay I can't stand it and uh, I'm not good at it I, I don't have fun with it so cooking no um I don't know what is it cleaning no okay who who loves cleaning anyway nobody loves cleaning but we do it because we have to okay but even things that people enjoy I don't know like um how do you say in English like doing these little things also for Christmas these little decorations and so on no and I hate them I even hate makeup so I never wear makeup because I even hate that thing um I, I don't even like doing my hair like it's really a chore doing everything so I'm very much in my head I mm. love intellectual work so uh and I think but I am creative as well I do see myself as a creative person but more intellectually and socially I would say so my best creativity is when I create a new community when I have an idea for a new for a new community or uh, when I have an idea for a new PR angle I'm creative with public relations angles, media angles, for example. Yes. So I would say I am, so my relation to answer your question, I think I am a creative person, mm -hmm. but only in certain, let's say, contexts, in certain fields, not in general, not the classical field that people would think of, you know, like drawing or, um, I don't know, creating something with your hands. Yes. But there, there are some creativity more classical. It that are more intellectual like improvisation theater you know doing theater it, it requires a lot of uh, capacity to remember the words and everything um like poems writing and and that's a good point that what you say because i don't want to people believe that it should be something that you draw i can't draw you know that i mean i'm happy in abstract art but don't put me in like realistic art i'm super sad there i can't do it you know and i don't feel good about it um so yeah yeah it's uh, it can be playing music and without and that's the hard part we are so used to do something and judge it and see yeah. if the outcome is beautiful or not yeah. and and it's to find a, a space where we are able to not judge it and just really having fun and doing it so but thanks for, thanks so much for sharing with me with us yeah <laughs> i mean I, i don't even i'm not even scared to say these things anymore because i've just accepted myself yeah, <laughs> yeah but until a few years ago maybe it's not something that i would be saying proudly mm. that i hate all of this manual stuff and even makeup and hair and so on <laughs> but anyway uh yes but i think everybody is actually creative maybe creativity is a spectrum so some people are more creative yeah. some people are less creative but it's not just like the intensity of creativity it's also the context in the field where we are creative like everybody's creating in their own way right it just depends where how they express it some people express it more manually some people express it more intellectually right but at the end of the day I think yeah but I have to tell you something that one and a half years ago I was going through a difficult phase in which I really had a feeling that I was I couldn't express myself and I was not allowed to express myself, which was even worse. Do you know what happened? Like all of a sudden I felt the need to draw. I <gasps> took a piece of 
And I drew like for, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And that felt cathartic because probably I had been holding my my Mm -hmm. self-expression for so long, holding it back for so long, months, years, and so on, that I really, it really needed to come out. And then it's not that I drew, you know, for a, for a month, I didn't even have the time for it, but like these 10 minutes, 15 minutes were really, really decisive for me. Mm. Yeah. So it's because as I mentioned, I'm certainly not a person that would express herself, you know, visually, so to say, or with a drawing, but it happened. So I think it depends on the phase of our life. Mm. That's so interesting. But you're, yeah. Such an interesting story, you know, it's, and that's why I say creativity is a way to reconnect with our own inner voice. And in that way, that's what you did, you know, you say it it was a decisive moment and you drew when you don't, you never draw, you know, it's like, that's crazy. I love it. I love that story. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And I love your story as well about creativity and business, first business, second business, third business. Exactly. Oh my God, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, Veronique. Thank you, thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, and we will be sure to include all of your links in here as well. So you said that the link to your challenge or to your immersive experience is actually included in your link tree, right? So we'll yes. find it there. Okay, cool. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. And have a lovely day ahead in Montreal. It's 10 a.m. for you now. So mm-hmm. you can drink a lot of coffee. For us here, coffee time is over because otherwise we won't sleep at night. Now it's really cool. <laughs> so enjoy the coffee for us. <laughs> Thank you. I will. I will. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica, for inviting me. Uh-huh.